0: welcome to the sj child show where a little bit of knowledge can turn fear into understanding enjoy the show hi and welcome to the sj child show i'm your host sj Childs, and today i have a friend um coming from the future because uh, he is uh, quite a few hours ahead of me. This um, is Gareth, and I hope I pronounced that correctly. I should have asked you how to pronounce everything (laughs) before we started.
1: No, No, you absolutely did. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: It's so nice to meet you. Um, Yeah, tell everybody, you know, a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and why you're here today.
1: Yeah, I uh I'm from Melbourne, Australia. Uh I am uh I'm uh, I guess I'm a bit of a party maker uh, really. I'm a I'm a musician, I'm an actor. Uh I do come through and I'm a professional wrestler.
0: Wow. That is so exciting. I mean, you do have a lot going on. <laughs> um, you know, in, in it, I often find that my friends, uh, you know that are neurodiverse, usually have that same repertoire of things. You know, built up this whole list of things, high skills they can do. So, tell us a little bit about your life and kind of what that's been like for you, your childhood, and and where it kind of it all began.
1: Um. So. Uh... I, I guess the the root of uh, the root of that whole thing is that um, I kind of like to say I was either bor- uh, born on stage or born from a boombox kind of thing because <laughs> uh, I come cause I come from a a really big music family uh, on my dad's side. Uh, like I'm actually a uh, I'm actually ninth generation in my family, which is oh. kind of really co- uh, kind of really cool when i think about it because because yeah. um, there's because uh, there's some uh multi-generational things that uh, that don't even go that far like uh like for example um uh, like the inawi family in wrestling they only go down about three uh three or so generations um and even even the the generational line of families in general only go down to like five or six uh over anything uh down in australia so um so to be part of that uh, be part of that lineage is is actually really cool That's- um so yeah, I kind of had no choice when it, when it when it when it came to getting into music because my father was the uh, the best um, cornet player in the country, and uh, and uh, and my uh, my grandfather was a it was also a brass band musician, and my grand and his sorry his father before him, and so on and so on um and my youngest half-brother is actually uh an absolutely insane trombone player like he's been wow. winning uh he's been winning he was winning junior uh solo championships on trombone since he was 12. yeah oh, um, uh, and now he's just uh he's killing it on the on the past uh, orchestras. um and uh and the, uh, and then acting was, uh, is another thing that I've always enjoyed, like, uh, just getting up on stage and being, uh, not being somebody else, but just putting myself in other, uh, other people's shoes, whether they be, uh, like actually somebody else or just, um, or, or just, uh, other made up, uh, other made up people, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, to, so to speak. But, um, yeah, the, yeah, they're all just, uh, like, all, all these like different ways uh yeah all these different ways to be able to express yourself in another format oh, that's um sweet. and then uh did you go to Michael school Arson. for music uh yeah yeah i did so um uh, like, uh, like a lot uh, like a lot of kids we uh especially down here at some point we would have uh all been playing the recorder but then um <sighs> <laughs> just, just, for a, just for a little bit but then uh, fortunately all the schools I went to, they had some sort of music program where we could, uh, pick up an instrument like a, like a piano or a drums or, um, or, or even, even a guitar. But then, uh, when I started going to this one school, uh, known as Weather College, um, the first music class they had there, they asked me what I wanted to play. And at that point I was kind of sort of set on, uh continuing piano at that point because that was just what i was learning at the school before uh and then i was like hmm my dad plays a trumpet i, I think i'll play that <laughs> so that so that's how uh, uh, that's how that started and, uh, and i was always into, <laughs> and i was always into singing as well um but, and yes yeah, yeah it's crazy uh how a lot of that stuff actually came from some sort of different influence like uh like my, my dad being a trumpet player, obviously, well, cornet player, so to speak. I didn't know what a cornet was at the time. I thought uh-huh. all the trumpets were the same. Uh, and then getting into singing was uh, purely because of um, uh, different stuff, like how my mother used to have the Whispering Jack concert by John Farnam on, like every single. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was every day when I was, <laughs> you know, when I was a toddler, I'm pretty sure. And then, um, uh, and then other um other artists like Michael Jackson as well was uh was somebody who um who I I had kind of like really early on before um getting into it
0: wow I love that I love music too and I don't come from I mean I only know you know that my mom's a good singer (laughs) and I'm not sure how far back it went before that but you know my children are super musically inclined I have a son who has a photographic memory, and he taught himself piano. Um, He has like perfect pitch. And so he can just play amazing things by ear, you know, and he plays jingles and things for, you know, Um, so it's interesting to, uh, to see the, um, I guess, genetics carried through, you know, that, go down the line that's that's incredible tell us about your the martial arts and like what got you into that
1: uh I think I think the martial arts uh was something that uh is probably something that just came from really enjoying like uh really enjoying for sport, a uh, sporty stuff and or and also watching like um like you know your hero versus villain sort, uh, sort of movies and uh which even carries into, um, into the into stuff like professional wrestling, uh, sort of mm-hmm. thing because they, uh, because they both emulate like some sort of aspect of martial arts. Um, but, but then my uncle actually tried to get me to, uh, to not be like a fan of WWE anymore by, uh, he had these DVDs of the Ultimate Fighting Championship, uh, from the first several years or something like that. But the, jo- uh, but the joke was kind of on him because I watched the, I watched the very first one and it just so happens that one of the guys in that tournament was uh uh was a guy who would end up being in the WWE a few, a few <laughs> years later uh, his name is Ken Shamrock and he got uh he got all the way out to the finals uh before uh before being defeated by um who's now a UFC legend Felix uh, Gracie.
0: Mm yeah. Oh wow, that's really yeah. interesting.
1: Yeah, but as far as like actually get uh, getting into the sorry, actually participating in that in that kind of thing, um, I kind of just wanted something to uh wanted something to keep me fit. Um, but it was but having that uh that whole self defense um aspect of things, it, it it's just like another and skill to having a back pocket kind of thing that uh, I I re- I reckon everybody should have that. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah, just because you know, like, you know, what, uh, what kind of feeling people are out there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, it's best to, especially when you're a parent and you should teach your kids, you know, be aware, like you need to be aware of your surroundings and things. So martial arts can definitely do a good job of helping kids stay in a little bit more of a, like a present now focused state rather than daydream or, you know, whatever else they're off to doing. So what yeah,
1: else is yeah 100%. yeah so, the, it uh, helps that and, huh? sorry yeah that's no, okay. And there's the uh, and the crazy side of this too is that like when I was really young, uh, a family friend of mine who ended up becoming one of my uh, martial arts instructors later in life. Uh, apparently, I wasn't allowed to do martial arts training uh, when I was really really young because I I was too full of uh I was full of too much spirit. Uh, to that energy <laughs> kind of thing. So, uh, so it, uh, so yeah, I kind of, uh, I guess that's kind of like, um, trying to control that, uh, when, when you could, when you could be like potentially more of a danger when you kind of, kind of already have that, uh, have that sort of skill. So yeah, I needed to be a bit more, I needed to be a bit more mature at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, but this was, um, uh, this was something I found out a, a little bit later on. So I started out actually doing a martial arts, so mixed martial arts class over in um, at extreme MMA in Chadston. And the guy who was running uh, the class was uh, Adolfo Marquez, who's a, um, a decorated MMA fighter from Brazil. Who, uh, mm-hmm. And he's been living in, in Melbourne, Australia for quite some time. Um, and he's still competing to this day. Like he's got a, um, he's got an MMA fight coming up, um, tonight, actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, over, over in, uh, yeah, over in the western suburbs of Melbourne. Uh, and then, uh, and then from there, I ended up doing, uh, joining in, um, uh, some kickboxing classes, uh, some free, uh, uh freestyle wrestling, um, what I do? Uh, got into Brazilian Jiu Jitsu for a little bit. Um, and then uh, my aforementioned uh, family friend, he invited me to come over to his school and have a go at what's called Kung Fu Standout, which is, um, uh, which is, uh, it's Chinese kickboxing, which is probably the closest thing that you could get to MMA, except um, their scoring system uh, rewards you more points if you keep it standing. Mm. Uh, so I tried. So I, I tried that, and then uh, and then they had a a wushu kung fu class, um, like straight afterwards. And I was like, "Oh, bugger it! I'll join in." <laughs> um, but, but just because why not? And then uh, nowadays nowadays that's the only martial train training. Wow.
0: Uh,
1: and it ended up getting my black belt in uh, in wushu kung fu last year, which I am did the rapid that.
0: Congratulations. Um,
1: yeah. Thank you. And then, um, uh, and, and then, yeah, just, uh, just like, uh, just taking each, uh, uh, taking each training as it comes. So yeah.
0: It sounds like you just really love to challenge yourself and just kind of give your best in so many of the things you
1: do. What oh, do you- absolutely. Absolutely. Like I reckon, uh, I, I reckon, uh, uh well you've only uh, you've only got like one go around uh yeah one go around in life uh, kind of thing, right? So why not try uh, why not try to make the most of it? Um yeah, just uh yeah, it's all about having a go.
0: Yeah, right. No, I think that's really inspiring for people because oftentimes they get caught in maybe the risks of things or fear of failure of things, but you don't know until you try. Um, and when you do try and you succeed, how wonderful does that feel? Uh, and to be able to, yeah, turn that into like you, you know, have done maybe someday if you decide, I, I'm, you don't have kids. I am assuming yet you look pretty young, <laughs> you know, and if you decide, then maybe they'll musically Kung Fu, whatever, you know, and, and it's, it's so interesting how, we can teach, um, those around us through the example of, of what we do. 100%. Um,
1: and, and it's also good. Uh, yeah. It's also good to like ha- have a go at a bunch of different things to try to, uh, try to see what works for you, uh, what you're really enjoying, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, w- which kind of leads into the pro wrestling side of things. Like I, um, I was a big fan. Uh, I was a big fan of it since I was probably eight years old or something like that. Oh, wow! Um, back when guys like um, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock mm-hmm. were the big headliners of, uh, of that time in the yeah. World Wrestling Federation, um, and, uh, and and it was something that I, uh, that was always like something I constantly enjoyed uh, watching TV over, uh, over time. Uh, like even, um, even guys like John Cena ended up becoming one of my, uh, biggest childhood heroes. Um, just, uh, just by the example of how he we kind of went about things. Yeah. So, um, and then, so at one point, um, I, I went to this show, uh, over at Ashwood. It was a Outback Championship Wrestling and, uh, they had a costume contest, uh, naturally with that being Halloween. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the winner basically got to manage a match, um, uh, in the corner of a a, a WWE a WWE ECW legend who's currently uh, I believe he's currently wrestling for Impact Wrestling now. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Tommy Dreamer. Um, but the fun part of this, uh, sorry, the highlight of this night for me, um. I mean, yeah, yes, I got uh, I got selected for this, but I, mm-hmm. I dressed up as I dressed up as Michael Jackson for this Halloween uh, with, with the with, with the jacket from Thriller, and uh, Tommy Dreamer uh, he's doing the whole selection process, and he's like, "Can you do any Michael Jackson moves?" And I'm like, "Yeah, can I do it in the ring? Well, if you can get over the guardrail, then sure." So uh, I managed to get over it for, uh, fortunately, and then. Uh, <laughs> Then I, then I, then I got myself in the, in the ring, which was kind of like a whole out of body experience because it's, you know, uh, if you're that you've seen, uh, you've seen uh, on TV, like pretty much the whole other life and you're about to step into it, oh, wow. kind of thing. Um, yeah, it was kind of like a, kind of like I was about to step into Narnia through the, uh, through the wardrobe. Mm, nice. Rugs. And then, um, and then, uh, I, I got, um, he gives me a mic and I just started, uh, just started singing Billie Jean uh, just in a cappella and I was, um, uh, like doing all the dance moves and all that jazz and the crowd went absolutely nuts for it. Uh like it, they were even uh they were even chanting Michael Jackson like over and, over and over again <laughs> times, uh afterwards. So that was the highlight of that night for me. Um but that was kind of what made me start contemplate getting into uh into pro wrestling. So uh so I went to a few more shows in um in a couple of different places here and there after that. And then uh and then when I decided I wanted to give this a go, it was just a, a question of which wrestling school in Melbourne do I want to go to? Um, and I kind of knew somebody from like each different place kind of thing. So I, so I figured, okay, which one would be the best for me to, uh, to go to logistically, uh, which fortunately, fortunately for me, it didn't have to be the best one. So I started at the, uh, the PCW Academy in July 6th of 2015. Um, which, uh, which is the, uh, uh, oh, what, what's the of analogy to, uh, the, uh, the breeding, uh, the breeding ground of the, uh, of the promotion known as professional championship wrestling. Mm. And this was the, uh, and this was the promotion that, uh, started off the careers of, uh, people like, um, Buddy Matthews, who's a former WWE Cruiserweight champion and he's doing it at, um, all league wrestling now. Um, Emma in the uh, who's in the WWE now and um and uh, somebody uh, somebody I was uh, uh, always had the pleasure of tra- uh, training with who's killing it on um NXT now, uh Indy Hartwell. Uh that that that's only just a name a few. That's um, awesome. as far as uh, as far as like uh, successful uh, Australian wrestlers in the big fun so far.
0: Wow. And I love that story of you getting up in the ring. And I mean, I kind of got chills thinking about it myself, really like putting myself in that situation. That's exciting. And like you said, it's just, it's one time that you can go after your dreams and go after what you want. What's next on your list? What's, what are you going to be doing, you know, coming up?
1: Uh, at, at the moment for me, I've just been, um, uh, just taking, uh, taking each bump as it, uh, as it comes to the thing, like just, um, uh, just really enjoying performing. Um, and I definitely want to make more of a, uh, I definitely want to make a full-time career of it. Mm. Uh, like, I, uh, like I would love to be able to, uh, somehow, uh, somehow move over to, uh, move over to the States so that, uh, just because for both like the performing arts and, uh, pro wrestling, um uh just the just the opportunity to actually make it like yeah. um make a full-time career out of it uh I believe is bigger over there uh than it is over here um and at, which has kind of always been the case because oh. how I kind of think about it is like anybody uh in Australia who actually yeah. has made it uh into the big time at some point has gone overseas like um ACDC, uh who are, in, who are a they're an Australian band, uh, but they had to go overseas. Like I think they got discovered in Germany or something like wow. that. Wow. Um Yeah, and and look at them now. They're like uh, they're like arguably they're arguably the greatest rock band of all time.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah,
1: and, and I even just heard that there was a there was a guy who played in the Super Bowl who used to play for the um St Kilda Football Club in the AFL. Oh, Um, uh, kind of thing, and then uh, and then of course, um, uh, Buddy Matthews. He'd never he'd never been like overseas uh, or or anything like that at some point. But his first trip was to America, and that was to try out for the WWE, uh, and basically look where he's at now.
0: Yeah, right. Oh my goodness. Uh, Well, we wish you the best of luck. Do you have a website or any social medias that we can go and support you?
1: I, ab- I absolutely do. Uh, I kind of, uh, I kind of have them all uh, bu- uh, bundled up in this one thing. So uh, it's called a link tree. Um, Love it. So uh, yeah. So uh, so so the uh, so the link for that one is uh, the usual link tree address, and then it's lucky m fifteen.
0: Wonderful, and I'll make sure to have all the links in the show notes, so won't be able to replay it back to have to listen or anything. <laughs> It was such a great time getting to know you today. Um, I know we're on such different time frames, so I appreciate your flexibility in, in doing this. And yeah, I'm really excited. I hope that we can stay in touch, and I can find out all the exciting things you have going. You know, coming up in the future.
1: One hundred percent. I definitely can tell you that I do have a massive 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 project com- uh, coming out that's uh, that's in the works, but that's uh, that uh, that's to be uh, that's to be revealed sometime soon okay. um but, but uh, yeah but uh, but then uh, but then be- uh, besides that I'll just be uh uh I'll, I'll just be uh, b- uh biding my t- biding my time still uh, still pre- uh, still trying to perform as much as I can
0: nice. and
1: uh, and all that jazz. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, good luck to you with everything. And I hope you have wonderful rest of your day and week and, you know, heading into the weekend, have a wonderful weekend. And I'm sure for everyone listening and might be whatever day it is for you have a great rest of your day too. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure.